I'm Jeremy Grew. And I'm Gary Butterfield. And this is Days of Future Cast, a podcast where we leave Otherworld behind us for good. Surely it's not going to come up again, huh, Gary? Like, we got, we got to be done with Otherworld on this podcast. <laughs> uh, not, not, you know, it's up to us. We, uh-huh. we are the, the bosses of this podcast, uh-huh. but on a long enough timeline, eventually, just like, oh, let's see what's happening with Excalibur. So, let's see what's happening with Widget. <laughs> Who, get, who gets a cover? He's who on gets the cover, a cover of this one. Widget yeah. heads. Yeah. Finally, Widget gets the the, yeah. the props that he deserves. Um, I feel like it's yeah. taken us five years to get to Otherworld, so maybe it'll take us another five years to. That'd be awesome to get get to yeah. the second Otherworld. Uh, yeah, just in our our late forties. Oh, Otherworld. All the kids are like jonking, like some kind of new yes, weird thing. Absolutely. We're just the oldest yeah. man in the world, and mm-hmm. you know, Otherworld is the coolest thing that's ever been, and we're just like, ugh. It sucks. Have you have you seen the latest t- trend that the teens are doing in college nowadays? Have you seen Have you seen the Borgs? I've seen. I just learned about the Borg Borging this morning. You get that? And I can't. I can't remember what it stands for. It's not the the <laughs> Star Trek, but it's like you know something organic. Yeah, it's it's like rage juice, all or out rage gallon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It just it, it's just making a like a, a gallon of uh, and I don't think this was a good term, but in when I was a drinking kid, they called it like kind of like a jungle juice, jungle juice kind yeah. of thing. Which mm-hmm. yeah, which now you know not not good behavior to say that, but like half water, half alcohol, and then like caffeinated beverage and Gatorade. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I saw in one a gallon chick- jug that you carry around with yourself. Like you don't go to a place and share drinks. Yeah, you know, no more solo cups. And one chick like put like a some sort of like hangover cure in it. Like I guess it's just like a hydration kind of thing. And and she was like, well, I mean, you're going to be drinking this at midnight, and you don't want to get drunk at eleven. And I was like, of course not, blonde headed nineteen <laughs> year old woman. <laughs> I agree. You seem to have all of yeah. this figured out. Yeah, <laughs> I hate to be drunk at eleven p.m. God forbid. The party hasn't even started. We haven't even started. Well, I mean, nobody's even played. This is how you do it by Montel Williams yet. Yeah. What are we going to do? It's the the idea of just Montel carrying around a personal little like gallon of liquor it's like really i again i know that like it's just kids drinking so i'm mm-hmm. not trying to have a moral panic but i think back to when i was a kid and kids were drinking like crazy and carrying around your own gallon of liquor would have been pretty sus it would have been really weird yeah. man it would have been yeah i've been bizarre. like man this guy's yeah. got a problem but at the same time you know? I, I look back going to like because i went to maybe a total of two frat parties and during like my early late teens early 20s and like just somebody having a big huge you know jug of liquor juice fluid like and not having any idea of what's in it and then just <laughs> handing cups of it out and like that's that cannot be good yeah <laughs> like, that can't be good <laughs> like i don't know like you know what this is but i don't know what it yeah is. i don't and i don't you know what it is drunk person that's scooping this up with a soup ladle like i don't, I don't yeah. know what <laughs> <laughs> like he's got the uh, uh i think they should take it further like um christmas punches mm-hmm. and have like marshmallows floating in it and stuff Ooh, i'd be nice you I'd know be... just go just go all out make it a crunchy uh, borg i i, I can't uh, i can't talk that much like when i was young like i drank like dumb malt liquors sure mm-hmm. you know so it's not that less, less gross but it just came in a more manageable form factor like a can of steel reserve is disgusting and i i put away many of them but the uh it stays colder longer than just like a, a non-insulated gallon jug and I could be like, I have drank two steel reserves. That's two big things of malt liquor. I'm good. 
you know, as opposed to just being like, oh, God, I got to get through this jug, this yeah. gallon jug. Get through this gallon jug. I, uh, yeah. We did a lot of uh, Natty Light and a lot of uh, what we called the Beast, which was, you know, Milwaukee's, Milwaukee's best. best. Um, yeah. Just the cheapest. Hey, probably not beer. Milwaukee's best. I'm, it's I mean, a big beer town. I've been I've been you to know? Milwaukee, but back then yeah. I don't know, man. That's probably like the most the yeah. best thing they could get across state lines at least. Yeah, <laughs> the, um, the, uh, best import. But if you actually go to the town, then you get the the real shit. But I went to a funeral uh, relatively recently within the past few weeks, and um, the one of the guys there, the brother of the person who died, uh, who is I guess I mean he's got to be twenty years older than I am, so he's got to be in his sixties, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Showed up with an ice chest full of natural light. Um, and I, you know, oh. I, know, I know this dude's personal circumstances. Like I know him, <laughs> I'm like <Yeah>. sort of <laughs> related to this dude. Uh, and I know that the dude's not like hurting for money. So this was like a personal choice of his to go like, yes, I am going to buy an ice chest and put it. And it was a fucking Yeti. So it's a $400 ice chest uh, that he's putting. That's <laughs> <laughs> just, I just occurred to me that's that wild. I, cause he was like, Hey man, would you grab me a beer on your way over? And I was like, sure. And I was like, Oh, this is a really nice ice chest. And like, just you're expecting it to be full of like. Just, you know, Stella Artois are better. I mean, just yeah, something or, like something domestic yeah. and okay, but like Natty Light is such a like a college level. Like at yeah. least get at least get the bud right. Like get a Budweiser. It's not even a hipster beer. Like Natty Light, like in Portland, you know, so it's the Northwest. So like the hipster beer is Rainier. Mm-hmm. And like if you go to a bar, you know, I, I play shows with the band. They'll give us drink tickets, and I don't really like to get drunk, but sometimes I want to taste a beer, you know. Yeah. And I'll get a a Rainier a lot because it's just kind of watery and easy drinking. It doesn't, it doesn't taste like good beer, mm-hmm. you know, but I'm not really drinking it for that. I just want something light and carbonated to go down. Like, this isn't even that. Like, Natty Ice is kind of bitter. You know, it, it's like a, it's a little, it, it doesn't taste like watery in a good way. Yeah. It's, it's not PBR, mm-hmm. you know. It's a uh, mm. beer. Beer is weird, man. I just, I just, and I, I have opinions about other people's beer opinions. Like I just, you know, sometimes I see people drink a beer and I'm like, yeah, uh, no, that's a bad choice. <laughs> you shouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah. Portland, my time, the time I, that I came up to Portland to visit y'all when we did uh duck fest, uh, mm-hmm. the beer selections were dire up there because there were so many of them and almost all of them were IPAs or CBD inlaced or infused. And it, I didn't want either one of those things. It's gotten better. Like we had our IPA storm. And now, depending on where you go, you can just get a lot of, a big variety of beer. That fucking, um, what was the weird-ass bar me and Cole went to that was, like, uh, fucking dude-themed? Um, not dude-themed, but the fucking, what am I thinking Good of? character assassinating me. I didn't take you and Cole to a dude-themed you bar. You did, you did. It was the, you guys they, are dudes. You they guys had like the this. dude sweater. You could buy the dude sweater. I just can't remember the name of the fucking oh, movie. Uh, uh, the, oh, the, the dude, the big not Lebowski. just a dude. The dude. The dude. I said the yeah. dude. I said yeah, a we're dude downtown. Well, I thought you said you were like dude themed, but I was just thinking like like the man caves house yeah. house of hangovers. Um, Adam Car- Adam Carolla's dude bar is, is the, like a dude ranch. The big Lagrowski is the name of that place. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, rem- I, think no. I found one beer on that menu of like forty that I was like, okay, this one maybe. <laughs> the uh, I, I'm not I I cannot believe that we went there. I think it was just we were downtown. I don't know downtown bars we were i think we were just like that, we were killing time like that was all it was yeah, like yeah. You, you, you weren't like and, and, let's go to this cool place we were just like this place is yeah. here and we we have is here and then we want to have a beer yeah it, it's a that's literally like we we've played a show there before and i've gone there once before that for like the novelty but i'm not going to bat for that place yeah 
it's uh it's not my zone it's downtown it was fine i mean it was it was i'm making fun of it but i mean it it was fine it was a it was a novelty which i think is probably like you have a downtown bar for like tourists to go to like that like oh wow look at this weird thing that we have and I'm continuously mad that they call it the Big LaGrowalski instead of the Big Labruski. Yeah, I, it's yeah. it's such a horrible name, LaGrowalski. Like, yeah, there's a, there's growlers, <laughs> but like, man, that's that's a specialty item. There's a there's marketing material up down here now because uh, mm-hmm. weed is becoming a little bit more proliferate since um, it's not been legalized, but like you can kind of get it medically, sort of. So it's we're in that weird like transition period, and so there's advertising, yeah, yeah. their billboards up, like telling people not to do it. Um, and there was one today that I saw that just really irritated me and it said, this is a sign, uh, not to drive while high. And, and I don't know, <laughs> I don't, they're, they're phrasing <laughs> about that. Like, cause I know what they're trying to do. Like, Oh, this is a sign. Ha ha ha. I mean, that yeah, in two ways. It's, it's both a sign and a sign. And a sign. Yeah. But like, but no, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> I just, no, I got I, really it, irritated about it this morning. It's so. not presenting any information at all. <laughs> the, um, yeah, that's that's frustrating. I whenever I see stuff like that, I think about um, like I don't think you should drive high at all. But I I, uh, I think about the first couple seasons of Breaking Bad when they're all think that Walt's on pot and that's why he's doing all this shit. Yes, absolutely. You know? yeah, it's yeah. it's so, so scary. You know? uh, we've been talking Anywho, for uh, ten minutes, not about yeah, X. If you like this show, <laughs> uh, head on over to patreoncom TV. Me and Jeremy uh-huh. catch up. You know, every couple weeks. Days of abject uh, cast is what we're doing yeah. right now. Um, yeah, we're uh, we're back on Uncanny X Force. Uh, we we left the uh, we're in the middle of an arc in the last episode. We're at the end of the arc, we're at the end. We, of the we arc. just got yeah. one more issue. Thank goodness. Um, we all of our crew uh, are in Otherworld fighting a bunch of weirdos, essentially. So uh, Psylocke has been turned into Lady Britain again. Uh, Phantom X is around. He was, he was, he was lost his face, lost his face due to, to the skinless man, Mr. Skinless, uh, Wolverine, uh, but everybody's fighting something. We got, we got combat situations galore. This book is, I'm not going to say unreadable. The art is just really, really tough to get through. It, um, we, we're going to get, uh, the nice thing. So this is Greg Tocini. Uh, we're going to get away from this guy in the next issue. Mm-hmm. And I was reading them this morning and I was like, oh, this guy is good because he draws lines. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, it's a weird thing to say, but I'm like, oh, you can tell the outside of a shape. It doesn't just look like it's bleeding into the background. Yes, absolutely. You know, uh, it, it's uh, everything is distinct. The cover's real nice. Yeah. Uh, here, you know, we got the, the Linol Francis U or Francis U uh, cover, which is real good. Mm-hmm. You know, just cool pose, but everybody looks good. Uh, and then we immediately get into it. And like, what's frustrating about this is we spend all this time in Otherworld. And there's going to be consequences of this character wise, but all of these fights and stuff don't matter. Yeah. yeah. You know, like it, it's, it's the, the, we, we get the characters we need to be there. And, and I don't want to sound like a, a simp, like I only like fights. Like I, I like, you know, all kinds of shit mm-hmm. in books and the places where the characters end up is fine, but it, the actual content of the book, most of what you're reading are big, unintelligible fight scenes for five issues. It reminds me a lot of whenever I'm like bad mouth and JRPGs on watch out for fireballs and people get mad at me and I'm like, yeah, it, yes, that's what the game is about. But you spend most of the time just fighting anonymous battles. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the, where you end up is kind of cool, but you spend so much fucking time in these just, I can't tell that there's no reason for this fight. There's nothing. There, the people aren't characters. They're just fight. Yep. And then it all doesn't matter in the end. And that's exactly what this, this story arc is like. It's really, it's really yeah. kind of annoying. Um, and then they do what I think is the worst thing, uh, which is after this issue, all of the wrap up is in a different series. 
you have to go zip over to Deadpool number 54 to get like the fallout from this. And then this just picks up right after that issue. And I'm like, why do comic books do this? This is just uh, terrible. I, I didn't know that. I, I didn't, I've never read Deadpool 54. It just meant because there's such a jump between this issue and the next. And if you like it, it's and I think it yeah. either says continued in, in or continued from. And it, then it gives you the, the fill in stuff where everything happened. Like and I'm like, oh, well, that would have been cool to see i guess but then i didn't i didn't want to call you and be like hey you got to go pick up deadpool number 54 yeah. so we can yeah, do I, this we, <laughs> i i just yeah it was just uh i just assumed it was a time jump or something but you know, <clears throat> let's get into it we're just talking about x-force yes uh, we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about that one um there it's a little bit a, a couple of people in the slack are talking about it like the x-force run begins a lot stronger than it ends and i agree even though i think the next storyline is cool uh after this one yeah you know uh it, it's we're not at the heights of it but the uh we still have cool stuff to go yeah not in this issue though um <laughs> it, we start off with a flashback to the britons uh as children um with jamie Britton uh being a chad and uh brian Britton or braddock uh being like a nebbish little kid who creates a science super science device yes um meanwhile you know, his- but him just yeah, his his much cooler uh, siblings are going on fox hunts to kill innocent foxes, which I think I'm pretty sure is illegal now. They don't let you do that anymore. Yeah, again, what century is this? Yeah, <laughs> fucking Britain with the barristers in this. Um, the uh, this is foreshadowing, you know uh, what, what's going to happen here. It's we got Jamie being like, oh, our Elizabeth, our little Elizabeth is quite the killer. You know, mm-hmm. uh, she's gonna, gonna kill him. Uh, and we go back to our incomprehensible fights. We got Wolverine and Deadpool versus the Goat. Uh, I still love the goat and his power over orbs. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this is, this is all very good uh, here. And there's some like cute references. I actually like how Mick, Rick Remender writes Deadpool where he's not like funny or anything, but he does just kind of carry on nonstop about nonsense. Uh, and this has a nice little candle box reference, which is like a nineties band guy. I'm like, Oh yeah. Candle box. Candle box. Yeah. Shit. You may be. Yeah. Um, oh man yeah. <laughs> uh, candle box versus cracker dominion continues <laughs> Can't, dude i could i would get sad <laughs> listening to candle box nowadays like legit sad like i would i would start uh, getting emotional about candle box that that, that was I, a i'm not gonna name level. name the person because it, it's they're not gonna listen but also it'd be rude mm-hmm. but i have somebody in my sphere somebody who i talk to regularly it's uh, their partner <laughs> is uh has like a comical amount of like fame chasing kind of star fucker uh energy like partly as a joke but also partly serious okay right it was just like you know like any famous person of course i would fuck them like you know and it's just like okay shit and but then uh you know we're all kind of like giving her shit about it and getting the definition of famous and it came down to uh there's a uh down at like the big huge stadium where has been bands play here in portland mm-hmm um collective soul was playing oh yeah she's like yeah i'd fuck the guy from collective soul (laughs) just a a big collective like what (laughs) why Why? now (laughs) like not 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 then not Not the height of their powers not not like 1990 like what was that six soul asylum guy but like yeah man he probably doesn't even remember the words to runaway train oh no collective soul so soul asylum is runaway train Collective Soul is whoa! Oh yeah, heaven let your light shine down. Yeah, I get my. I was getting my soul. Like, ba- there's a lot of soul bands back from, from back there's then. There's a lot of soul bands, yeah. man. Soulfly. Soulfly. Uh, it yeah. was, but it was just fucking funny. Like, just like, really? That's fucked That's up. So weird. And dude. then, and then you could be like, okay, how about uh, Counting Crows? And she'd be like, yeah. 
Like, whoa. <laughs> like, the rednecks. Sure. Okay. Fuck. Yeah. Like, cowboy junkies? Weird. <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah, cowboy junkies. Don't mind if I do. Porno for pyros? All right. Sure. You know? <laughs> like, uh, always had a thing for peaches. Like, just going for the weirdest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Why not? If I've heard of them. Yeah. Why um, not? Yeah. Fucking weird. But yeah, I, I should run Candlebox. You should run Candlebox there. Yeah, I would. I'd yeah. be very interested in that. Um, so yeah, they're, they're they're fighting the the goat, uh, and they're not doing well. Meanwhile, Megan and Nightcrawler are uh, um, fighting the dragon people. Uh, Megan gets hurt, and it looks like Nightcrawler's solution to this is to get a little smooch smooch, uh, which that like time and place, my dude. Yeah, it's it's pretty fucked up you know uh here and they're all gonna die it's like they're you know we're gonna die so let's get in one last little kiss Mm -hmm. uh but then captain britain comes and saves them i feel like you and i have talked about like how if we were facing death the last thing we'd want to do is like suck face like it'd be oh yeah 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 i i i understand it as a fiction trope Mm -hmm. uh but it would uh in real life no yeah Um, um i would like to i know we bag on the art of this book a lot okay um, I would like to draw your attention to, so the first panel, Captain Britain slams down. He says, Megan is spoken for. Mm-hmm. The panel to the right of that, is that supposed to be Captain, Captain Britain there as a giant man? Yeah. <laughs> I think why, why is he big now? He's big and he has the giant man like little like ant tentacle things, right? Like he's, I, it, I think that's supposed to be debris. And it's just but it debris, look like but, an, it, but it looks yeah, exactly it looks like, like an yeah. ant tentacle, an antenna. So weird. <laughs> ant tentacle. Ant tentacle. Uh, but it, Captain Britain can't change size. Like there, there's not even the basics of keeping things the same size and shape per pan, you know, between panels going on here. Yeah, it's it's really like frustrating. I really low this art, and like the none of the like, and I understand. I, I follow enough artists on Twitter to know that like background art is hard. Like it's like nobody, most people don't like doing background art. They prefer doing character stuff. But like it, it there we were always fighting in a featureless void that is otherworld. Like there's no, yeah. no, there's no reference to where we are. And I know that I, this might be a sky battle, but then he landed on the ground. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I also like how widgets in every panel for like no reason. He's just kind of flying around looking concerned. <laughs> like I would hate to have a widget this sit over my shoulder like Mar just you know <laughs> like uh basically this does nothing. Uh they they're just like where's Betsy? Uh they I thought she was with you. I thought she was with you. Uh this gives us a transition to a transition to cut over uh to Betsy eventually. But first we go back to the uh, Tower Omniverse where Jamie and uh what's her name? Here I can't remember her name. Uh and Merlin, Captain England. Right? This is this is that's that's Merlin with a Y, which is my least favorite thing in the it, world. Uh, it, that's a, no that's that's your Wyness is who this is. Uh, Merlin is going to show up later cuz Merlin's sleeping. That is your Wyness. Uh, is why they can do this. I just don't. The, I know man, it fucking sucks. <laughs> like, they're they're fighting and wondering like where Captain Britain went because he wasn't supposed yeah. to like take off to go help his girlfriend. He was supposed to yeah. hang out and help his tower friends. Um Yeah. We jumped over to Psylocke and uh Phantom X who was getting his face cut off by the skinless man. Um and Psylocke is like trying to get into the dude's head, but he he feels feels it immediately and starts to like almost crush her crush her lungs. Uh, and then, of course, there's some like real up close shots of Phantom X yelling at this dude about how he's gonna get revenge and he's gonna you're gonna beg me to to stop and all this other stuff. Yeah. Um, I love how his teeth remain pristine. Mm-hmm. All these motherfuckers, like he could have his face cut off and his teeth are still nicer than mine. Yes. Like the blood's not getting in them mm-hmm. or anything. Mm-hmm. It's fucked up. Uh, Psylocke, though, there's a Chekhov's gun kind of thing. She was given a poison by Crockwell, the Minotaur uh, necromancer or whatever, uh, that would kill her. 
you know, if you get caught, you want to take this. You don't want to be caught by the goat. So she uses it on the skinless man. Yes. And knocks him out. And he collapses. Uh, and it's and we, we find out that she was using her powers to block uh, Phantom X's pain centers. Yeah. Uh, which she also gives him his face back, which he just puts on. Yeah, <laughs> just puts <laughs> a, puts on and then dr- and then puts his mask over on top of that. And I'm like, guys, you guys are. I mean, this is rough. Yeah, this is not medically sound. Yeah, this is this is. Do y'all, do y'all have COVID in the other world? Because I that would be concerned. <laughs> the uh, yeah. freestanding faces, fucking gross. Uh, so she then goes to go uh, scan you know, for Brian, and she's like, oh, no, the rest of X-Force came to help us, and they're all fucked. Yes. We have to go. Uh, we get more, like... B- Skinless Man gets away as well. It's worth uh, saying. Skinless Man poofs out. Yeah, he's, he's gone. Yeah. Um, lots of we must not fail. Lots of, lots of more fighting. As, as, uh, just a lot of, of combat uh, until finally Goatman arrives. Uh, we're back to Goatman, and he is, he is going to replicate himself across reality, which is super cool. Uh, but he is interrupted by Merlin and Roma, uh, both in like billowy white, like hammer pants situation. I guess I don't. Yeah, I don't. Star Trek ambassadors. Man, uh, they're going to send him through the siege perilous. Man, uh, <laughs> just <laughs> yeah, have a hard time with this one. <laughs> it's not. This is not the worst thing we've read because, like, again, character stuff comes out of this that's good, and yeah, then yeah, there's the yeah. goat with the orbs, like, it's cool stuff. It is one of the more annoying things we've read. It's not even. It's. It's. And we said this last last week too, or on last episode. It's. It's. I think again, if the art was significantly better, I think it would be a little bit more fun to read. But with it being the combination of like nonsense other world words and then nonsense like spatial stuff it just it's just makes it like you said annoying to read uh yeah. they send him through uh the siege perilous and uh but he realizes like hold up y'all are hibernating uh and we took care of the siege per- perilous to before this because we had a pre we had a pre-construction meeting about this whole thing which is what we you know yeah. we, we needed to all of the stuff that could fuck with us we get managed to take the, care the of. scrum board got taken care of yeah so he he just says this is a lie and it just undoes so this is obviously phantom x uh disillusion i like this bit where he's like well, that's never happened he just undid it <laughs> he just- <laughs> <laughs> shit man <laughs> like uh and this makes uh betsy reach into his mind and the and this is the first you know other clues where he was acting weird uh but this is the clue like he's just undid his reality mm-hmm. uh broke his reality there's one guy here who has reality powers and it's uh jamie braddock um so she reaches in sees that it's him it's not revealed just yet yes but but she finds out and he escapes to go to the the tower to go re- do uh the replication stuff he goes in he fucks everybody up uh brian uh braddock and jamie braddock are fighting and they're like back to back and like you know giving bantering you know brotherly combat yeah as the goat is going to go into every world uh he propagates himself until there's a million copies of goat and he's just going to go into every world and destroy them all yes um and 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 it's working like he's 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 about to go into it and then uh Psylocke manages to establish psychic communication with Brian and then finds out like, Oh, he's going to do this. You have to stop them. Like you have to do this. I I figured it out. The goat is Jamie. And he's like, and Brian's like, that's not, he's that dude's right here beside me. And he's like, no, no, no. Let me lay out this whole situation for you. Um, and I'll, and I'll just read this like, because I feel like this makes (laughs) sense in the other world. I feel like there's no other way to explain this, but to read exactly what happens. So, Years from now, Jamie will make a deal with the 
Horamsa, the goat devil of self-propagation, naturally. He believes he'll require cosmic omnipresent enlightenment. But of course, the goat devil tricks him, exists solely to spread, multiply, and dominate. And then once in Jamie's mind, it sees the other, the, the tower omniverse, and is like, oh, I could go hang out over there. Um, and this happens in the future. So Betsy is saying, we have to kill Jamie now. Because this dude's spreading in the omniverses and millions of people are dying every second. So it comes back to that classic like X-Force conundrum of is it, yes. is it, is it okay to kill the one to save the many? Does the end justify the means? And, do fu- well, and specifically, do future crimes, yeah. like, mm-hmm. it, you know, can you, can you uh, punish somebody for something they haven't done yet? Mm-hmm. If, you know, if you have a really good idea, they're going to do it. You know? Uh, and, like, that's all fine. I think that's a good idea for... Uh, having this parallel here it just wrapped up in bullshit i couldn't care about um brian braddock won't do it he's like reaching up he's gonna snap his neck and he just can't do it you know yeah. uh millions of people are dying every second he just refuses and then betsy takes over his brain and cracks his neck mm-hmm. uh and does it um and this gets rid of all the goats yep. there's uh there's no more goats because he's uh they came from the future and this is they all dissolve and that like the narration that this has happened like and i think this is horrible like this is probably one of the worst things we've seen a character do in an x-men comic um a a hero character i guess i should say because there's been yeah there's been some really bad things that have happened to various there's a lot of face peeling going on yeah um but like taking over your brother and forcing him to kill your other brother and like at the whole time being like i love you (laughs) in his head it's just so fucked it's so fucked up uh, and I, I, I genuinely feel bad for Captain Britain here because uh, it's just, I mean, that has to be a horrible, horrible thing. Uh, and worse, it works. Uh, so she, she, lets, yeah. she lets control go. Uh, and he's like, you know, we could have found some other way. And, she, and she's like, no, millions were dying every second. And you absolutely know that. But you made me do this so that you could be the good guy. Um, yeah. And that's uh, really good character beat. Like, I, yeah. I think that's really cool. Me too. Does it justify five issues of absolute horseshit nonsense? No. Probably not. But <laughs> like, that is a cool moment. Yeah. You know, like it, it's uh, it's really thematically sound with X-Force. Right. So like X-Force, they're all bad people. They murder. This is what this book is about is whether that's true. Uh, their remit is that like, no, this is worth it sometimes, you know? So taking that to its absolute extremes, like this is a kind of heroism that Psylocke is doing because she's willing to sacrifice the one to save the the many. Uh, and Brian Braddock, who is Captain Britain, again, Rick Remender's long running uh, hatred of Captain Britain, uh, character assassination of Captain Britain. He is not willing to. He can't make the tough choice. He can't sacrifice, you know, so like that is the, the point of X-Force. Like they're willing to make these tough choices. Uh, here and this is a pretty we don't see all those millions of people you know dying but this is a pretty good it's a horrible thing they did but it is necessary like it's a good thesis statement for the the team yes yeah. and the book um and i and I like this like the, the things we're going to learn about psylocke like that can allow her to do this um in the next issue i think is something really really that's really interesting like that all of this stuff is really yeah. cool so um, really cool status quo being set up we just had to spend a lot of time in other world for it luckily we get a couple of uh standalone kind of breather Uh-oh. issues where this kind of this, this stuff doesn't happen Fuck. and then we go back into a, a, a story that isn't this i uh i have figured out why i thought something got totally skipped and and we went to deadpool number 54 and it is because i somehow totally skipped this issue 
Fuck. What oh, did, of uh, what did I read? X Force Twenty Four. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck did I do? Oh, Gary, this uh, is this is amateur <laughs> podcast hour right here, bro. I am so sorry. Let's see. So we'll get Gwen on the case. She'll she'll fix it up. She, yeah, yeah. Do, do you uh do you want to take ten minutes? Um, let me just check out. Okay, so the next one I definitely read twenty five and twenty six. So I just need to read. Yeah, we, we took a quick break, everybody, uh, so that I could uh, read this issue real quick. <laughs> and that happens, back. man. Um, uh, yeah. me, me and Cole uh, so will do Abject Suffering and sometimes play totally different games. And I, then we just go with it. I want to say, so it's a, did that happen no. when it, one time when I guessed it? I feel like. We, it might have. We played like the. Yeah. I played a different X Men fighting game from you guys, or one of us did, or something. Like I, I kind of remember that happening. But it's been a while, so yeah. The rise of the imperfects versus like, yeah, yeah. Um, we're we're on to uh, X Force twenty four, the unkillable man, the unkillable kill. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, about Iceman, and my favorite detail about this cover, which is generally good, is the preponderance of like huge ass Icemans. There's a couple of like fat, chunky Icemans mm-hmm. amidst all these different Icemans. Like he just, he was just making them so fast that he had to make some of them just have badonkadonks. Like he just couldn't help himself. Some of them literally have my body. Like there, there, there are Icemen here <laughs> that I see myself in. <laughs> Little Gary Icemen. Yeah. It's nice to see. I would, ca- I would call those the nice men. Aw. <laughs> if you were Iceman, you could have whatever, you could be a big fat guy if you wanted to. He chooses not to. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. I, you know, no shame, Ice Man. Uh, even though this is a crappy Ice Man. Yeah, this this is a. Yeah. You know, I don't. I mean, we can get into this. Uh, he did some crappy things, right? But I, I kind of, I kind of understand. Like, I mean, obviously the the whole killing this world didn't go right, and he shouldn't have joined up on that team. But then once that that all like shook out. Like just God, living his life. Like he's got. I don't know. He's not killing anybody. Like he's taking advantage of our, you know, prostitution trade. Like I, I don't know what. <laughs> he he uh, he just he got a couple of people. You know, he got Sunfire killed. Mm-hmm. You know, he got he got his friends killed. So it's it's just revenge stuff. But I also get it, right? Like you grow up in the age of apocalypse. I don't know. Yeah, this would seem like a paradise. Um, I'd probably be doing the same thing. They uh. Nightcrawler has a has a valid point in all of this, though. I think that's the big the biggest thing yeah. that we need to come back to. Um, yeah. uh, the other biggest thing is we're on to a different artist. We're on to uh, Phil Noto, uh, who is good. Yeah, I really like Phil Noto. He's all fine. Phil Noto's covers yeah. are some of the best in the business. They're really, really good. Yeah. Um, we're going to yeah, start out great. in everybody's favorite uh, criminal city, Madripoor. 
Um, I love Madripoor. Where our good friend yeah. Bobby Drake is sitting on a bed um, full of women. He is he is just in a in a room full of half naked women, and finally the redhead shows up, as he says. He's he's been waiting on the redhead. Um, but don't worry, it's not an actual redhead. It is Deadpool in a wig. Got him. It's a it's a it's worth noting too, just real quick for like listeners. Uh, this is an old comic. Uh, Deadpool, you know, or uh, Iceman, gay. Mm-hmm. You know, in in current continuity, this predates that. You know, uh, putting aside the alternate reality, I don't think Recommender is trying to say something like, "If you are raised by Apocalypse, you're straight, and if you're raised by Xavier, you're gay." Like, I, I don't think that that's intended at all. This is just before the reveal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and I think it took because um, uh-huh. when 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 he comes out as gay, it's the 1960s character that comes out, and I don't think the modern day. Like the six one six Iceman even was like, I think he was surprised by this whole thing. Like he didn't know, <clears throat> but then he gets married, yeah, and stuff. Like he he eventually uh, goes you know full on gay, mm-hmm. open you know out and proud. Uh, I don't think this is trying to be in conversation with that uh, at all. Yeah. So just uh, in in case anyone's like, oh, you know, they they just straight washed Iceman. I, I don't think that's what's going on. I don't want to take anyone's feelings away from them. You know, if they feel that. Uh, in the in the plot on the on the comic, the redhead he ordered is actually Deadpool. Yes, yeah. uh, is a uh, Deadpool dressed up as a redheaded prostitute. Uh, Logan's worst nightmare finally come to life. <laughs> Just the, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of my worst nightmare. It's a scary fucking image. Yeah, it's a it's a it's pretty uh, terrifying. Um, and yeah. Deadpool makes a quip here. Um, that you know something about you know me love you long time. And I love I love this response from Iceman who just says you know you could have just pulled the trigger and I wouldn't have seen this coming, but you had to make the quip. Um, and then he ices up his fist and just punches him through the window. Uh, and of course. Our boys Wolverine and Nightcrawler are, are waiting outside for them um, to to see this. Yep. And it's like, okay, Plan B is the plasma grenade. Grenade. They're going to teleport him into the sky and blow him up in the sky where there's not a lot of air. Um, before we see that, though, we t- we take a brief stop into Otherworld, uh, where we are attending Jamie's funeral um, mm-hmm. with just a bunch of guys in latex, <laughs> Captain Britain suits, <laughs> various Captain Britons. Uh, it does look so much cooler. Like with with lines and with art, yeah, and stuff that you can make out, um, and backgrounds. Yeah. Like it doesn't look like the fucking other world. The, the other verse tower is just floating in the air, like against a sea of nothing. Like, oh no, there's a, there's some mountains over there. Like, what's up with those mountains? I want to go check that out. Yeah, the uh, Brian Braddock, Captain Britain is giving his eulogy, and he's like, you know, uh, stand by, mother and father, securing the knowledge that you died in the service of others. Uh, that's an interesting definition of dying in the service of others. Uh, if you kill, if you die before you turn evil, yeah, you know, uh, Phantom X comes up and he's like, oh, you're, you're going to gloat. Like you were right. Like sometimes you do have to do something awful, uh, like this, like you killed kid apocalypse. I had to kill a family member. You know, it's pointless to try to be good because the bloody, you know, version of this works. I get it. I see you now you win. He's really spiteful and Phantom X just stops him and says, no, I was just trying to say my condolences, you know, uh, and they, they jet phantom x and and psylocke leave i would uh i would normally so. kind of rag on captain britain at this point for being like a little bit of an asshole but i completely understand it at this point. like going through this what has to be yeah. a large amount of grief like I, I he gets he gets he gets a pass for me in this issue that's all i'm gonna say yeah um agreed as this phantom x and psylocke walk away uh elizabeth obviously like kind of notably not saying anything like that she doesn't express any kind of emotion or feelings or thoughts or anything um, he does like try to reach out to her and then she turns around and he's just like 
never mind. I'm not. I'm not gonna. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, things are things are bad in the Britain family. Um, we cut over to Iceman and Nightcrawler uh, there, and Iceman counters Nightcrawler. He freezes Nightcrawler to his hand, so he can set off the bomb. But if he does it, he can't teleport away without losing his arm, which is how the real Nightcrawler died. Uh, here. Uh, it looks like they're stuck there, but then Wolverine uh, somehow launched. I don't know who is here to fastball special Wolverine into the sky here, but it, for all the world, it looks like he can just fly now. Um, is going to come up there and cut off uh, Iceman's hand. The way that it's it's framed, it looks like they teleport into the sky and like this conversation they're they're having, like they're they're, they're having that as they're falling down, and so they pass Wolverine, the building that Wolverine's on, and Wolverine dives after them. Um, that's the only way I can make this make sense in my head. And it's still, even though it's a little weird, it's still way better than anything that we were in other worlds. So I'm, I am totally you, okay. You can it. guess as to what it is. Yeah. Yeah. A reasonable like there's, there's a plausible guess, yeah. which is more than we had before. Um, Wolverine cuts off, um, Iceman's arm leaving, uh, Nightcrawler, you know, his hand's still frozen on the plasma grenade or whatever. And, uh, and everybody kind of crashes through this thing. Excuse me. Iceman crashes through a, a glass window. They land on the roof and they're looking below. Um, and Nightcrawler's plan is like, oh, I can I can teleport down there again, and then like jump him over the city and then explode him over there. But before he can do that, Iceman is able to uh, reach out, activate the plasma grenade, throw it over, throw it out into the street, so that you know now they have to protect a bunch of citizens. And while he's doing that, he grows into a um, giant from Attack we- Attack on Titan. <laughs> Yeah, he he does tighten up. Nightcrawler activates the grenade, and then uh, Iceman giants up and scares him, so oh, he drops that's it. What, okay, my bad, sorry. Weirdly enough. Like, wait, it's just silly. Like, he's like, oh, no, I didn't know he could do this. <laughs> uh, Iceman says, you know, it's going to be a shame when that hits all those civilians, so Wolverine has to go dive on it. And I like this little bit. He grabs it, he, you know, wraps himself around. He's like, this is going to suck, you know, and just uh, gets blown up. Here. Um, we cut over back to the Cavern X. You know, where uh, Phantom X is like, what's been going on with you? You know, you to, to Psylocke, uh, you haven't shown any remorse or anything. Um, what the hell happened in Outworld? What did you give up? And she reveals what she gave up to Krognok, the king of the necromancers or whatever. Um, she gave up her capacity to feel. Whoops. Uh, she, she gave up her emotions. Yeah. Uh, which is interesting. Which, that's like classic, like, fey shit. Yeah. You know, other world magic stuff, like a thing you can trade. You know, I always like that stuff absolutely yeah that, that's um, always fun yeah. um and she i mean she's doing this for a reason like she just that's probably the reason she was able to to you know use brian to murder jamie but she had to do this at the time to uh get phantom x out and i, I think this is an interesting like kind of setup premise for uh Psylocke especially because we just got de- done dealing with a warren who wasn't really wasn't able to feel things so kind of flipping that around a little bit is, is fun yeah. And, and that makes the, the book like to do this work that they are saying nece- is necessary. You have to kill a really important part of yourself. Yes. Like when I talk about this run being the thing that made Psylocke interesting to me, it gave her something to fucking do. Yeah. Uh, my memories of Psylocke are her doing nothing uh, for essentially 30 years. <laughs> yeah. For a long you time. Know? Yeah. Uh, just like not really having much of character development um, here. Um, we cut over to the crew of Chonky Icemen. Yeah, we're all surrounding Nightcrawler uh, there and basically saying, like, you can't, you know, you can't kill us like you pick the wrong side of this. You know, why don't you just vibe like go get an ice cream cone, have a steak like we get to do these things now because we're not in a hell. Mm-hmm. Let's enjoy it uh, here. And uh, Nightcrawler teleports him into the middle of like a forge 
uh, not the mutant, but the, the <laughs> zone. <laughs> it's, it's real trippy. Um, journey to the center of forge. Uh, and he's like, he says, I'm, I'm not going to do that because I need to make sure you can't. Yeah. And, you know, and in this it's, area, it's there, since there's this huge furnace next to where they, where they, in this room that they're in, there's no moisture in the air. So Iceman's powers are kind of, or, or he doesn't really have access to the full, his full powers. He's still iced up, but he's not like making a bunch of weird Iceman or anything. Um, and so Nightcrawler is like, okay, let's do it the old fashioned way. Like no weapons, no powers, just two friends, like in a fight to the death. And, um, and it's pretty vicious. Like they are not pulling any punches. Uh, we, we see, you know, Nightcrawler gets hit in the face. Nightcrawler gouges, uh, tries to gouge Bobby's eyes out, which is just horrible. Like that's not Mm -hmm. fun. Um, Yeah. Rough stuff. Yeah. Um, Iceman gets the upper hand and then Nightcrawler, uh, takes about basically saying, you know, I couldn't live knowing that you'd won. That's something I fear more than death. And I, you know, uh, yeah, I like, I love the narration during this scene too, because it's all Nightcrawler remembering his friend and saying like, you know, this, this was the Bobby that, uh, when Bob, when Bob, when Blob killed my wife <laughs> was there for me with, held me up. And as we watched the world descend into, you know, apocalypse territory, we, he was, he was making jokes and he was helping me with everybody's spirit or whatever. Like it was, it was that kind of thing. And I just want, I want him back. I want him to make, a, I want him to make a joke, but at the same time, like he's still going to kill this dude. He still has to have revenge for it. Yep. Uh, and, and Iceman says like, is this such a crime? Like, you know, I wanted to enjoy my life. Nightcrawler says, I hope you did. And puts him in a furnace and melts him down. Yeah. Uh, goodbye, Age of Apocalypse Iceman. One down, yeah. several to go. Um, yep. Deadpool has collected uh, Logan, who looks much worse for wear, having dove on, on top of a plasma grenade from on the top of a building. Um, Deadpool quips like he looks like a, um, what does he say? Like a some some street barbecue pork. Yeah, he smells like street barbecue. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah. I love this like exchange where Deadpool was Nightcrawler shows up. He's like, "Are you done?" And Nightcrawler's like, "Yes, I have yeah. killed my friend." And then they just leave. <laughs> so they, yep. they are done. They teleport out. That's that's the last thing to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, cut over to Phantom X. He's talking to Kid Apocalypse. Uh, they're about school. I love this. I I love Phantom X being over other world as well. Like I'm in a bad trip through a Led Zeppelin song worth of wizards and fairies. <laughs> you know, just like <laughs> he has no respect for it. Uh, there. Um, he uh he cuts off the conversation because Psylocke shows up and he says, Hey, we need to have a talk, and she takes off her robe. And and smooches him. Uh smooches him, which can you imagine how stressful it'd be to kiss somebody whose face was barely held on? I you know. Like if you bit their lip and you would just come back with a whole fucking face. At this point, I you know, hey, I'm forty two years old, Gary. Something something new. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Body parts are coming off. Yeah, I mean, it's I, a you know what you I'm know, saying? I'm not qu- a, I'm not quite death becomes her territory, but I'm looking down the barrel of that fucking gun. <laughs> I'm not. Not not. The uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's a it's the the face thing is still scary to me. I'm sure he has weapon plus healing shit. Yeah. Yeah. It, but it grosses me out. But you just don't you just don't trust it. Like, right? Like you just don't yeah. quite trust it to be good enough for you. Uh and that's that's the and, thing. And it would make me fucking scared as hell because my skin just deciding not to attach to my body is something that scares me. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Like I don't know. I don't know why it's stuck there. Um, you know, I trust that it is, but it just feels like the kind of thing it feels precious yes. to me. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Um uh, this is going to take yeah. us to issue number 25 uh, that has a really cool character. Again, just most of our characters just kind of in an action shot as they're 
yeah. all looking towards the right of the of the page and shooting or growling or yelling or you know jumping or whatever. Um, this is an extra long issue. It has some some extra stuff in the back by Rick Remender, uh, and I think that would probably be pretty valuable. Uh, but I was fairly bored by the first couple of pages, so I was like, uh, I'm not, I'm "Nah, it's I, I read it. It's, it's not super good. Yeah. It's it's Rick Remender and uh, Jerome Opeña, the original artist mm-hmm. for this, who was a big draw. You know, like their collaborations are really good. And this was a this is issue twenty five, big round number, and kind of a big deal for like a lesser book to get to twenty five issues yeah. to run for two years. Mm-hmm. You know, so like it was worth celebrating. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad I'm glad they did this, even if I didn't particularly care about it that much. Um, yeah. I mentioned I mentioned earlier. <laughs> uh, I think this was the mm-hmm. issue. Yeah. So I somehow or another skipped issue 24, um, and so I started reading this. And I like to skim like the previously on segment just to see if they're going to like include anything. Uh, and it says right there like the events in this issue take place after Deadpool 54, uh, and then it tells about like. Psylocke losing her sense of feeling, seducing Phantom Max, <laughs> like all of the <laughs> stuff that we just talked about. But I was like, this is weird that they put that in Deadpool. <laughs> like I was yeah, a different writer and everything. So confused. But really, it's just something that's set up with like Deadpool went and fought like an Arby's, and then Wolverine is like, hey, I got a job for you. Exactly. Yeah. Like there was, you know, <laughs> like, it's, that was it. It's so weird. <laughs> it's so weird. I think Deadpool doesn't have his healing powers. It is, is basically the big thing. Uh, Got you. So now, now yeah. he is. Now he he can he can be killed, and that's the big thing we need to know. Um, this issue also crosses over pretty heavily with the Wolverine and the X Men. Um, for better and worse, I feel like this is like our worst Quentin Quire characterization. It, it's a pretty annoying Quentin Quire. It's funny that this crosses over and that these two books were happening at the same time because, like, you know, you can you. It's really easy to joke about. Uh, Wolverine stretching himself too thin. They're totally different characters in Wolverine and the X-Men. Like he's so wacky, mm-hmm. you know, it's real weird that he decided they, it's not weird that he's on multiple teams. Like I get that for market forces, but it's weird that he's on these two multiple teams. I think. Yes. Uh, because Wolverine and the X-Men is wacky, like terminally wacky, mm-hmm. fatally wacky. And uh, this book is not, it's trippy, but it's not wacky. Exactly. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Different to me. We're going to start at the Jean Grey School for Gifted Youngsters. Uh, and Quentin Quire um, is sort of just not quite bullying uh, uh, Evan. It's Kid Apocalypse or whatever we're going to call him. Um, yeah. But he, he's kind of <laughs> bullying him. <laughs> he's going to bully him so Pearl Jam can write Jeremy 2000 <laughs> about turning him into... Uh, he's no longer a school shooter. He's Apocalypse. You know, that's how I found... That's oh. how I first like found Pearl Jam is one of my mom's like co-workers uh, like we went over to her house for some reason i don't remember why and she was like oh i had this new band and i bought the cd because they have a they have a song that's named that has your name on it and i was like oh cool and i put it on like jeremy has spoken and like i was in i was in for that kind of sound at the time but i just even hearing that yeah. song for the first time i was like people are gonna like this is just gonna be another <laughs> this is gonna be another jeremiah the together, bullfrog man. like i'm yeah. just not excited you, you about were this. you were jeremy during peak jeremy has spoken oh i know times. i know there was there was did, jokes did made. people give you shit about gnashing your teeth and biting the oh, recess lady's breast oh yeah yeah absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. a lot of <laughs> holy shit yeah. but i mean but at that time like it was it was just another it moved on it moved people on from jeremiah was a bullfrog which was like the song up to that point that people would reference when they heard my name was jeremy so i was happy that I, we were moving on but yeah, it was wasn't wasn't as fun. Good album though. I like that Pearl Jam yeah. album. Yeah, I, I I it was it was big to me as a kid. Yeah, I was a big grunge kid. Mm-hmm. 
the um while this is happening while quentin choir is uh trying to tease apocalypse into becoming apocalypse uh apocalypse is in a sniper sight from Sabretooth up in a tree mm-hmm. you know uh he says hey you know fat man's intelligence is legitimate this is giving us a hint as to who's behind this uh that's definitely apocalypse <clears throat> um we cut over to deadpool doing his uh internal narration Basically saying like he needs to make a movie, so he needs to get funding yes. uh, in his head. Mm-hmm. You know, really, he is taking uh, kidnapping or like knocking out a guy as he's about to go into a secret meeting uh, on the Eiffel Tower, uh, and taking his uh, masking up as him, putting on his clothes, and uh, it looks like he looks okay. It looks like his scarring is healed. This was the other thing. Uh, now so his healing factor. He lost yeah. his healing factor, and now he looks nice. So that's the that's the that's yeah. the big thing. Um, I did call it a healing factory, but healing factor. <laughs> I think it's the same thing at this point. Just, yeah, 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 something like that. Um, he goes in and he meets this uh, beautiful redheaded woman who, uh, and in, in like a realm, yeah, in like the place where uh, Neo picked up weapons, exactly, yes. and stuff. Um, yeah, and she just she calls this the the white sky showroom, uh, and this is a well, we're not gonna get into it just yet. So they're like, okay, we're gonna you know usher you in so you can see where so you can go buy some stuff, uh, and then we check back in at Cavern X, where Psylocke is getting out of bed pretty early and basically immediately dumping. Uh, phantom x like this was just like a yeah. get it out of my system i think she she calls it pity sex at some point or like no, she calls it a one night stand not it, pity sex so yeah and 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 he's like i i saw something i felt something and she's like yeah misdirection doesn't require mutant ability fucking like, got him. absolutely ice cold ice, <laughs> yeah, ice fucking, fucking cold it, it's a ice ice woman uh it the only other she could have been like brother you have no face yeah uh, and that would have been also equally cool. Your lack of a face uh, prevented me from having an orgasm. So call me back when you get. Yeah, a face, I, all I could all I could think about is your face falling off in my pussy. It's uh, yeah, was so joke. good. Yeah. Uh, Jesus uh, we, we we go back to the White Sky showroom where she's showing off, and basically this place makes superhero or superhumans for you mm-hmm. for corporate needs. And this is great. There's a little splash panel of Secretary Assassins. Yep. Uh, which I love. There's Captain, uh, and then parentheses insert corporate entity. Perfect. I love it. Uh, love it. Super good. Um, and these are you know? these are specifically like grown, right? So like the the key here is that they're not only like assassins for hire, but they are they have been programmed. They've been raised from birth with vendettas against the people that you want assassinated. So yeah. so you will memory implants. Yeah. So like they 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 alter humans to believe like to have this grudge against them. So that's not just, they're not just doing it for money. Like they're doing it for, to get revenge, which is the best way to, you know, encourage somebody. Yeah. Uh, really neat. You know, uh, the, uh, Deadpool, Deadpool is out a little bit, you know, uh, and she, it, it seems like she's just kind of, she's not a robot, but she's a construct. Like she's going to self-destruct after this, mm-hmm. but she's just going along with it. Um, until they come upon, come upon three empty cases. And uh, he's like, what about these ones? And she's like, oh, this is the Omega clan. They've been purchased. We use DNA from the actual Omega Red. And that's when an Omega Red tentacle comes and grabs Deadpool. Whoops. Uh, she was onto them. This was a trap. Got her. Yeah. Um, got him. Got him. Meanwhile, we cut check back into Cavern X where uh, Wolverine and Logan are uh, just kind of hanging out. Um, and Logan's explaining that, you know, hey, this Deadpool's out on this mission. Um, and uh, Nightcrawler wants to go look for the blob uh, because the blob is the yeah. one that killed his wife over in age of apocalypse, which he doesn't, excuse me. He doesn't give up. He just says like, yeah, we have, we have a lot of history together. Yeah. No more than the rest of them though. Yeah. Like that. 
uh, while this is happening, a red light goes off. It's uh, Deadpool's alarm. Like, come help me alarm. They're going to go gather the troops. And this is when Psylocke pops in and says she's quitting. Yes. Um, really, really great. Uh, you know, she's just ice cold. <laughs> like, ice cold Psy- uh, Psylocke is great. I think I called her Cyclops just now. Ice cold Psylocke is great. <laughs> At least uh, you didn't call her Colossus. You know, we'll- that, that, that can, <laughs> at least you didn't steal my line. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Jeremy move. The, uh, she's saying, you know, he's like, I need you. And she's like, I need to process my situation. Uh, and then starts talking to him telepathically, like, I'm dying. I can't continue to kill. He lays out the party line, like, we do what's necessary. And she says, we're murderers. That can't be necessary. You've given into the worst part of yourself. I'm not going to stay and see how far you fall. Yeah. You know, like, just absolutely brutal truth bomb on poor little Wolverine. And then I love this uh, little bit. Uh, as Phantom X comes out, he's like, I'm also going to quit. Uh, there's no more money. Yes. <laughs> so I'm going to go. See you later. And Wolverine doesn't buy it for a second. Yeah. yeah. Um, so now we're down to just two people that have to go uh, rescue Deadpool. Um, Psylocke has gone to the Jean Grey School for Hiring Learning, and she has met up with um, Kitty Pride, uh, who is telling her about like Warren's condition. Um, and we know this from kind of other stuff that we have covered. Uh, but like this version of Warren that came back, that the life seed kind of uh, rebirthed is uh doesn't have any of warren's memories doesn't really have any of his personality he's manifesting like all of these weird gifts like he, nobody really knows what is up with this dude at all <laughs> like I, at this point yeah. i don't even think any of the writers know what's up with this dude i feel like they did this and were like <laughs> we're just gonna put him in our pocket and see what happens with him later yeah <laughs> uh, picking up these random um you know runs I always get kind of like, I wonder like, Oh, like how did they get out of this? Yeah. You know, after I stopped reading it, like I don't, uh, I went back and read the, how does Colossus get, um, Sidorak mm-hmm. like that thing during uh, fear itself. And it was like kind of interesting, you know? Uh, but it was just like the, these little things, like I know these people come back from, I know we just have regular angel now. Did this persist until Krakoa? Yeah. You know, like I'd be kind of surprised. And then they just like rebirthed them with Krakoa. wonder what happened. Uh, do not know. I don't remember. Something no, because no, I've read. I'm not, not a huge fan of Warren Worthington. He's fine. Yeah, you know, I, I don't. I don't really yeah. care about this dude that much at all. It's like it doesn't doesn't not yeah. interest me yeah. incredibly a lot. Um, Silac leaves, um, and then we we get this conversation between Beast and Kitty Pride of of just like you know we have to you know I feel bad for for what's happening to her and Beast is like yeah we should definitely feel guilty about you know how the murder the team murder squad. Is, is is holding up and she's like yeah but I mean like. The murder teams are still our friends. Like we should, we should still, you know, have yeah. some sort of um, sympathy for them. I like this. Uh, this, the, you know, dark humor. B says, "Chin up." You know, if you feel down now, today's field trip will raise your spirits. And they're going on a Genosha <laughs> expedition with the kids. <laughs> Whoops, uh, is cute. Uh, Wolverine and Nightcrawler are going there, and just the two of them. Nightcrawler's like, "We're just going to go in with us." And Wolverine goes, "It's a quick job. We're just going to grab Wade and get out. You know, this will be easy." Uh, I love Nightcrawler being like, okay, well, I'll just jump us in and see how wrong you are. <laughs> you know, <laughs> That's very funny to me. Um, they, they pop in. The, the secretary is there along with the murder secretaries and a bunch of ninjas uh, there. And Wolverine is sublimating. He's taking out his frustrations on what Betsy said. Yes. You know, basically, like, she got to him, so he wants to murder a bunch of randos. And again, this is just a kind of yeah. a fun way to let everybody, uh, to let Wolverine just like go crazy. So we can, we can see Wolverine yeah. like slice open the guts of some, some, some people. Um, yeah. We get, we get one big random fight scene in this book rather than it being the entire fucking book. Yes. AKA Otherworld. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah. And then the Omega Clan shows up. Uh, they are yeah. they were waiting for this to happen. Uh, they very quickly wrap up uh, Wolverine into some uh, into some Omega tentacles as well as as Nightcrawler, uh, and then some just absolutely horrible shit starts happening to Wolverine that I cannot wait to talk about because it is crazy. It's rough stuff. <laughs> yeah. The uh, Omega Red, uh, we don't, I don't think we've done a comic with Omega Red. He's a big Russian guy and he has tentacles that suck out life force. Mm-hmm. Like the guy from uh, Iron Man 2. these are like his kids. Right? The guy from Iron Man 2. The, the guy from Iron Man 2. Russian tentacles. It is, yeah, very similar. <laughs> Russian tentacle man. Uh, this is a lady, uh, a guy who looks like a smaller, thinner Omega Red and then a skull face. It looks like Abe Sapien, kind of. Yes, and they—we're going to find out pretty quickly. Oh, that's in the next issue, so we'll we'll just we'll end here yeah. as, they, as they subdue both Nightcrawler and we see Wolverine having some sort of weird body dysmorphia mm-hmm. thing happening with him. It's not—it's not good. Yep, we're going to get to it. It's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we do have a X Force twenty six. The last epi- issue we're talking about this episode. Uh, we got a cover with our Omega Clan here. Uh, those, those three jabronis I talked about. Good art. Uh, this is final execution chapter two. We didn't talk about um, that being the uh, last thing. Uh, one thing I like is the name of this. Uh, this issue is everything right is wrong again, which is a, they might be giants song title. Nice. Uh, weird poll. Uh, if that's intentional, it's gotta be so, right. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go Rick Remender. Uh, we cut over. Uh, we start off with the skinless man mm-hmm. following up on this. He has hunted down his ex-wife. Uh, who left him once he became skinless, you know, um, and got into a, a new relationship. And she's, he's harvesting their faces, talking about how he's going to take her face and put it on his asshole when he reskins himself. Um, the thing I like is he goes outside and he sees his neighbor uh, here. This has big uh, Heisenberg running into like Carol. Yes. Mm-hmm. His neighbor again. Mm-hmm. Uh, vibes. Uh, and just like, you know, your neighbor comes home and he's a skinless barrister. <laughs> washing know. his wife's face uh, off with a fucking garden hose like the hose so gross. <laughs> like, just fucking great grim grim shit uh we cut over to uh phantom x um in like a, a 60s like an austin powers party where they're just listening to mod music that gary listens to I- i'm gonna be honest with you uh, this seems like a fucking party to me <laughs> like this is the kind of thing i would get down with mod oh, music it's nuts there's all kinds of crazy shit happening he's just hanging out in his underwear and like they're all they're playing 60s psychedelic rock like this is all this is my scene yeah yeah uh, I, I would be incredibly into all this shit um and there's tons of fun details uh, in the background of this too if you like 60s psychedelic rock uh i have a weird sentence for you to experience which is that uh lil yachty released a new album this week and it is very okay 60s psychedelic rock um so i don't know if you know a single lil yachty song i bet probably not but like he's he's known for Mm -hmm. like auto real real long like autotune stuff so he definitely keeps like weird modern autotune stuff over just like straight up Pink Floyd songs, and it is fucking wild. <laughs> it's so good. That's weird. Like I, I turned <laughs> that's really bizarre. I turned it on, never having listened to a full Lil Yachty album before, just being like, "Well, <laughs> this seems like a, somebody cool doing some something like weirdly out of their thing." And it was like, and it's been probably my li- most listened to album in the last three weeks. So, <laughs> huh? <clears throat> Very weird. Yeah. Very weird. But yeah, I love this. I love uh, this party. Like you've got like mimes making out. Some dude is in a diaper juggling knives with his feet. With his feet. Yeah. There's two. There's two guys crocheting. I love that. <laughs> uh, just like you know, people crocheting. There's a bunch of people in panda masks watching a pillow fight. Like the artist had a lot of fun. I hope this was not very scripted. There's an Abe Lincoln. Uh, 
guy mm-hmm. in the background mm-hmm. dressed as Abe Lincoln. Like, I hope the artist was just able to say, like, you know, draw some shit. Yeah. Um, th- there's a lot of, like, internal dialogue from Phantom X here, right? Where he's he's like, you know, this was a way to... This whole vibe is a way to get away from everything, to basically make him forget about Psylocke and that the night they spent together and everything that's been leading up to this. And, of course, who else shows up besides, as he walks out into a balcony besides the girl that he is trying to forget? Um, yeah. And she's like, she's, and she kind of starts out in kind of a weird way where she's like, I didn't mean to hurt you. And he's like, yeah, you did. <laughs> you absolutely 100% yes. did. Um, and she asked him to talk and uh, he clears out the party. He's like, this whole place is over. We're going to, I'm just going to talk to this, this chick right now. Yep. Uh, we cut over uh, back to Wolverine and Nightcrawler with the Omega clan. And they explain what's happening to Wolverine. Uh, his healing factor is turning against itself. Uh, the immune system is attacking everything that's in it. So it's creating pus uh, there um, with his supercharged lupus. Uh, it gives us like an inflation fetish uh, Wolverine. Yeah. Yeah. He's um, like, it's, it's a weird, like bulbous, like definitely like body, cha- body horror type situation. And it's one of those things that you can kind of only get away with doing with Deadpool or Wolverine or Deadpool. You could do this now because it's a healing factor, but you can only really do this with like, mutants that can come right back from this right uh and and it is very horrifying and the way that it resolves itself later in the book is very horrifying as well it did did not like that (laughs) absolutely awful uh nightcrawler is just getting old so the different omega clan uh they their tentacles do different things like the the skull when they come out of his eyes it's making nightcrawler old etc um and they're saying revenge like we're getting revenge for our family you defeated our family you humiliated them and he lays out his false memories, you know, his father staying to to buy them time, them going into the closet, uh, the mother staying in front of the closet, but Nightcrawler, Deadpool and Wolverine killing their father and killing their mother and him watching, you know, superhero origin shit or like vigilante origin. Yeah, abso- absolutely. Um, and of course, the suit's like, uh, you I, know, I promise to God, I would never, I would never, I would make you pay. Uh, d- d- you know, you were going to pay for this. And Wolverine's like, I, dude, this is not, didn't <laughs> did not happen. I don't even know that dude yeah. back then. <laughs> yeah, like you, you are being used and they don't believe it. Like mm-hmm. they, it's just a trick. Uh, while this is happening, uh, Deadpool, there's a really clever little panel set up where it shows the above floor and then uh, Deadpool underneath on a computer. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's designing himself a superhero. <laughs> uh here <laughs> this is very good like if anybody could find yeah. a computer to do this and actually like come up with something very fun it's it's this dude um he's playing spore it's also uh i'm not sure this is all body horror stuff uh but it, it's also kind of played into like ooh, is it funny that wolverine's fat and like a lot of like because like at one point he's on his stomach and he can't roll over and like you see that his ass crack and i'm like are we just is that the joke like are you just because it's well, it's horrifying here's the thing right we skip this in uh in uncanny x-force number 25 like the little back matter stories mm-hmm. that he did the uh, same thing in deadpool right yeah the deadpool one is just that mm. it's just a joke of deadpool being force-fed until he's fat and uh another kid who's fat like it's just awful really lazy fat jokes this reads to me more like body horror like you know i'm not telling anybody how to feel about it but to me this did not trip my like you know shitty fat joke alarm gotcha fair yeah for me uh, as a shitty fat guy, um, the uh, he's basically saying like, you know, Wolverine's keep trying to convince him that never happened. Uh, I love this. He's like, I can't hear your lies. And Wolverine puts out his claw and says, listen closer. He's still trying to be a badass, mm-hmm. but it doesn't work. Yeah. 
uh, and they just kick him off the the thing. He just falls off of the platform uh, that he's on. And then we switch over to Genosha, uh, where for all the world, I thought he was going to land on Genosha. <laughs> like the 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 montage theory of this, <laughs> like the, the the juxtaposition. I was like, oh, what what bad timing for for inflation fetish Wolverine to land on the field trip? It's like we gotta we gotta increase the body count to sixteen million and one, <laughs> one, <laughs> one weird Wolverine. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, yeah, Beast is uh, Beast is basically given the breakdown of the history of Genosha um, and how it's important to remember this place and what happened here, right? Um, and uh, this, of course, is just gives Quentin Quire the method to, uh, you know, I, I know how I, I know how we can, you know, start to pay service to make sure that we never repeat this. Like we have our own very apocalypse. Like shouldn't we? do something about this guy before he genocides somebody. Um, and yeah, which eh. shitty Quentin Quire, which is not really how Quentin Quire acts. Like this doesn't feel very true to the character to me. Yeah. You know, personally, uh, we cut over. So they're watching, uh, this, the saber is watching, uh, the spy. He cuts over, he's talking to his leader and this is, um, what's his head? Mm-hmm. Shadow King. Uh, there, Amel Farouk. Uh, but he's talking to somebody else. Yes. You know, uh they're uh they're all part of this this team you know the, these villains here and they're talking about their name they're like you know you're gonna live it up the brotherhood of evil mutants is gonna destroy x-force he's like are we really using that name he's like yeah we're gonna use that name we got most of the members yeah you know we got you know. and pretty soon we're gonna have an apocalypse um we cut back mm-hmm. over to uh just we get one brief scene i think of uh or no we, excuse me we cut back to uh nightcrawler and wolverine um, and Wolverine yes. is realizing like he can't get in touch with Betsy. He can't get in touch with Phantom X. Deadpool is, is gone somewhere. They don't, they can't find Deadpool. Nightcrawler is on the way out. He's, he's about to do this. He has to get all this poison out. Um, so he does, you know, what's, what's the way to a Wolverine's stomach, Gary, <laughs> his claws. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the, he cut, he lances like this, this big pus filled stomach. It's real gross. A bunch of gunk comes out. You know, it makes a a, a sh club uh, sound effect. Ugh. There, Ugh. very nasty. Uh, of course, douses uh, Deadpool because you know it grows out comic. Yes, um, you know. super gross. Uh, we we cut back to Phantom X uh, and Betsy Braddock, um, where uh, Phantom X is like, well, you know, that escalated from talking very quickly. You know, um, do you have another uh, thing for me? And she goes, I do have a surprise. Close your eyes. And he goes. Oh, is this surprise? Uh, you know, if it's the the one you think, uh, I'm gonna need five more minutes. But I remember when I first saw you, you had these great eyes. They didn't have this weird, uh, piercing green glint. Uh, because of course this is Mystique. Yes, he's been misdirected. He's been misdirected. Um, and uh, that you know, oh, got gotcha. Uh, and uh, yep. they're they're gonna talk a lot about like you didn't actually have to have sex with me. <laughs> like, well, I mean, it wasn't bad. <laughs> <laughs> It's yeah, some of that back and yeah. forth, which is very funny. Too. Mystique's gonna get some. Yeah, she can catch a dick if she wants. Yeah. The uh, we cut over to real uh, Betsy Braddock, Braddock, who is in Manhattan. Manhattan. Yes. Uh, you know, coming through, talking about uh, missing Jean Philippe, missing uh, Phantom X, a little bit. You know, she didn't think about the ramifications of it, but she didn't enjoy being chased like a jewel to be stolen. Yes. You know, uh, and he probably I feel a little bad, but he probably deserved this a little bit. When she comes up, she runs into Angel and Professor X, and Angel uh, has his mind back. He says, mm-hmm. "Professor Xavier returned my memories. I know everything. I know you killed that boy. I know you killed me." 
And uh, and Professor X freezes her. Yeah, and starts laying into her. Like, you know, we know what you did. Yeah. We know what you did. You know, I've seen, can't believe that you're willing to do these kind of things. You cannot be redeemed. Um, we thought that maybe your time in Otherworld would show us that you would be able to overcome these kind of things. But, yeah, that was a test. Yeah, and it And you failed it because you, did, you did the murder mm-hmm. route. Yeah. Um, we're going to erase you and we're going to erase the last few years, you know? She says basically like I quit, and it's like that's not good enough. Yeah, you know we're gonna we're gonna send you back. Uh, she lashes out, uh, goes out the window, and and starts running. Um, and she gets chased by Archangel until who does she run into but Jamie? Mm-hmm. Uh, here. Um, yeah. The uh, this is obviously not real. Yeah. As soon as she runs into Jamie, yeah. like uh, Warren attacks her, <laughs> like mm-hmm. we're like they're obviously kidnapping her. We just don't quite we we you know it's the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants at this point. Um, yeah, yeah, we know Shadow King was there. We already showed yeah. him. Uh, you know, we go back over to Nightcrawler who is fighting the Omega Omega team and losing, um, and like basically remembering all of the horrible stuff that's ever happened to his life, um, specifically like the death of his wife. Uh, and he's he's basically just gearing himself up like I'm not going to give up. I'm just going to keep fighting. They're going to have to kill me. Um, he even like throws up at one point, which is kind of a weird thing to do in a comic book. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I have to get away because this isn't my fight. Yeah. I still have to avenge my wife. Uh, this is when Phantom X's uh, mecha that he built shows up. He uh, sends a Gundam in Deadpool's uh, Deadpool's. Who did I say? Oh, Phantom mm-hmm. X's. No, Deadpool's Gundam pops in uh, here and starts shooting the Omega clan. Causing a distraction. Love it. Absolutely yeah. love this guy. It's super fun. Yep. It's great. He's not going to last for very long, no. but I do like but him. But uh, it is Alpha fun. Chromic. <laughs> yeah. The solution to your brand of evil. Um, they managed to, as, as this Gundam is attacking the Omega team, uh, Wolverine and Deadpool managed to pick up Nightcrawler, uh, and they, they are starting to escape. Um out of this thing and uh, they, they're telling nightcrawler like you got to teleport and he's like if i do that blind we could just teleport in the middle of the plane he's like no it's we're gonna die that way or we're gonna die this way yeah. like what we'll just do the thing um and he does yeah. and they make it to they make it to the plane yep and we get our uh x-force-esque just check in on all of our heroes in danger yeah uh, they're on the plane. Wolverine can't get a hold of anyone else. Shows Phantom X and Mystique fighting in their underwear on a rooftop. On a rooftop. So it's just a random yep. panel. <laughs> <laughs> this could just be in the party. Yeah, who knows? Um, <laughs> and then uh, Betsy Braddock uh, crying her mascara. You know, I'm sorry. I know now that I deserve to die. Yeah. Uh, and Wolverine saying, "This is somebody who knew about X Force, who's out for blood. Yes. They're pushing all our buttons." And then uh, we get a- uh, this being the the big finale arc. This is the big revenge of all their their enemies. And we get a big preview for the next issue, which is the Skinless Man and Blob and Mystique and Shadow King and Sabretooth, um, all standing behind uh, a Phantom X that looks like he's about to die. It's a cool cover. Yep. No. Yeah. And this is, this is basically the last long arc of the book uh we probably we're talking about this before we probably have two more episodes of uncanny x-force before we move on mm-hmm. uh here but yeah this is this is cool like i like this story um it comes back a little bit yeah this is this, you know the the uh yeah this is other world was uh thankfully short i think that's the best thing that can be said yes. about it uh and I, I really like this this whole brotherhood of the evil mutants thing i like this i like this revenge stuff a lot um especially with all the cool stuff they're doing I um I, I'm in that thing where like I used to really dread the Shadow King, but now that I've watched Legion, I'm like all into the Shadow King now. So it, it retroactively made a character good for me. So. <laughs> uh, th- this uh, this book did a lot of Shadow King work for me as well. Yeah, yeah. You know the same way it made Betsy Braddock interesting. 
you know and to me that is the remainder of strength is is taking characters i'm not generally that interested in and making them work i never would have thought i would care about deathlock you know yeah. um no the uh thanks everybody for listening we appreciate you we do we're gonna be back in two weeks uh what can they do Jeremy? they can go to patreon.com slash tv and give us money uh that 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 money goes to supporting the network as a whole all of the host uh, makes we, makes us able to make more podcasts and do cool stuff. Uh, provides us the ability to hire people like our producer Gwen uh, to, com- to come and do cool things, so that we can we can make more and more of that delicious, precious content that you crave so much. Um, I saw a horror show of a video on the internet the other day where a guy was like, "Here's how I record one podcast and make three podcasts worth of content out of it," and I was like, "I." You were doing life Oof. wrong, my brother. My brother, my brother in Christ. This is this yeah. is not the way that you need to go. <laughs> Who did this to you? This is not the way. Um, yeah. But yeah, please do that. Uh, ratings and reviews go a long way to helping the podcast. And uh, obviously, like the best thing you can do is just straight up listen. Just l- listen and tell your friends about us. We really appreciate everybody out there sharing the podcast uh, and and listening to us. That, that means a lot. So yeah, we uh yeah. we have another arc picked out. I think after Uncanny X Force, but we'll probably wait till the end just in case some some plans change. But we've, I think we've got a good one picked up as a follow up. Good a good a good sh- yeah, a good, a good a palette cleanser for people yeah. who yeah. If people don't like uh, Uncanny X Force, we're doing a kind of a medium length shorter arc yeah. uh, after this, and uh, it might be a special guest. Ooh, a guest Ooh. on Days of Future Cast. We've only had one of those. And yeah, that, it might be our second and one. That was because yeah. that dude was at my house when I recorded, so he had to, he just put himself <laughs> on a microphone. <laughs> the, the, uh, it would have been weird if they didn't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, good night, everybody. You t- everybody take bye, care. everybody.